one hair, but I'll get it later. <laughs> well, you look good. Look handsome. Today's Thank you. Topic, you're welcome. Today's topic, are you ready for this, folks? It's going to get deep. Adding black history to the U.S. Let me, let me spell it out. Adding black history to the United States citizenship requirements. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's deep. It's deep. That was my reaction when I read it. I said, oh, Lord, have mercy. Got to give it to Gregory to give us something that's going to be tantalizing. Adding black history to the United States citizenship. So, okay, wow. So first, let's t tackle how much you know about the whole, let's tackle what, what, a quick summary of what is actually, first of all, I'm sorry. Hello, Gregory. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Um, so, so Kiana, our um, <laughs> engineer, said, "Wait, you mean like we matter for something?" <laughs> yeah, we do matter. Like, so, so here's the thing. Before we dive into that, we know that U.S. history is Black history. We built this country. Period. Right. 
Right. Don't nod your head. They can't hear you. They can't hear you nodding your head. You gotta speak. <laughs> wait, wait. You can't hear me. You can't. They can't hear me nodding my head. No, they can't hear you nodding your head. You gotta say yes, dear. I see yes. you. We can see yes. each other, but nobody can hear. Yeah. So, U.S. history is Black history. So let's go into this citizenship test or whatever the classes that they have to take. Do they not study U.S. I'm just saying. This is a question. Are they? Do they? They're required to study U.S. history, correct? They they are required to study some aspects of U.S. history, but when you look at the uh, when you look at the the questions that they have to answer, there were like a hundred and roughly a hundred questions that have to be answered, and only two of those have any reference uh, to blacks. One was oh, wow. uh, one was something to the effect of. You know what country did the slaves come from, or some something that affect. And the other one oh, was you about. Oh, you have got to be kidding. And the and the that's other one was about. Wait, 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 that's a question. That's a question. Where what country did the slaves come from? Is a question. Yeah, yeah. you know that was. Oh. And the other one was uh, about Martin Luther King. So that was it with respect to blacks. The the ninety the the other ninety eight questions dealt with, you know, capitals of of so forth and so on, the Declaration of Independence, so forth and so on. But we only had two questions, and those two questions uh, did nothing as far as showing the, the history of Blacks in this country. Okay, so hold on. I need to digest this. Take your time. Don't, don't, have, a, don't have a hissy fit now. Okay, so, so are the questions somewhere where I can read them? Not right now at this yes, point. but they I, are. They are. They're Google-able. Uh, they're Google-able? Yes, they are. Uh, I think if you Google something to, to, to the effect of uh, U.S. citizenship uh, questions or something to that effect. Damn, right. Okay, so out of 100, they ask you, what country did the slaves come from? I mean, that wasn't, that wasn't the question verbatim, but it was, it was in that realm. Something like I know, that. I mean, I'm sure, it has, I'm sure it has a nice, eloquent way they say it. But that's what I'm saying. I'm just you, getting to the topic you know of if, if you would call me earlier, I could have this information. But you always call me five minutes before you need a guest that's on your show. Today, today was earlier. Today was earlier. Today was okay, earlier. Six minutes. <laughs> right, but you could have Googled that. You knew I was going to say something about those two questions. But you wait, okay. me I'm, I have so much to do. But because know, of babe. the love I that know. I have for you and for our people... I put everything aside to do this show. And I appreciate and I appreciate it. I'm just I'm just trying to digest the fact that there is a question around slavery. Yes. And and some kind of question about where they came from. And then the other question is what what, what was the name of his speech? Like what what was the Martin Luther King? It, 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 the answer was Martin Luther King and and what what the answer what the questioner answers were I don't know. But it, those were wow. only two I read through all the questions that were be on this exam, and those were the only two that referred to blacks in any way. Oh, Kiana, I hope you're pulling it up, Kiana, somewhere. I, I, I try because she'd be good on that Google. I oh. hope you're pulling it up. Okay, so, so <laughs> that that is that's really crazy. Well, it, it's crazy, I, but yeah, the the uh, the reason why we're having a con this conversation is because. You know, at the university, I speak with a lot of foreign students. <clears throat> and it's amazing to me how void of knowledge they are of history, of, of Black history. And more importantly, it disturbs me how they view Blacks. And they view Blacks primarily from the stereotypes that they've seen in the media. And then you couple that with they don't understand why we are in the position that we're in with respect to economics and health. Uh, they think that we're lazy. They think that, you know, we are unintelligent. But they fail to understand all of the, the history that has forced us into a position that we're in today with respect. You know, when you look at slavery, when you look at sharecropping, when you look at Jim Crow. You know, when you look at segregation, when you look at denial of opportunity, when you look at affirmative action with white women being the greater benefactors of it, when you look at affirmative action being destroyed by Clarence Thomas and his ilk, 
um, you know, then you begin to see why we aren't in the situation that we're in. But without that history, they are left to view us stereotypically. And that is a problem because they don't side with us. They side with whites. Right. So let me, so hold on a second. I just need to repeat um, so that Kiana can pull up the information because I, I, I got to see this question. So uh, repeat what you, you said. There's 100 questions on the U.S. citizenship exam. Okay. Yeah. There are only two questions that give you any type of love, any type of thing about black people, black history. One mm -hmm. question, one question, Kiana, because she's going to look it up for us. One question is centered around the answer being where were the slaves, where, where did the slaves come from to come to, US, to the United States? Yeah, look up uh, U.S. It's on USCIS dot gov questions and answers say it again slowly us cis dot gov and then there should be a section on there questions and answers so we have one question that basically the answer is the slaves came from africa that's 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 one yeah. and then the second question is centered around something that we he said he didn't quite know that you're going to look up but the answer was martin luther king Right. So maybe they said, who was a civil rights leader that did peace? Who no, or, the, or who wrote the idea? Something like that. Something to that effect. But the answer was Martin Luther King. So out of 100 questions, we have something that says the slaves, where did they come from? And something that answers the question of Martin Luther King. So right. I've had it, Kiana, and I know you're going to get back to us on that because she will pull that. She will pull that up. <laughs> Wow, there. Wow. Okay. So yeah. again, everything, everything that happens, like you said, is trickled up, not down to us, because it's kind of down up. How, it depends on how you look at it. It's trickled, like you said. It, it it affects what's happening, like you said, in the Supreme Court. It affects what's happening today. Go on, go ahead and talk a little bit more about that. You were saying. Well, you know, when you go back to to Colin Kaepernick taking a knee, mm -hmm. nobody. Not a single group stood with us. Mm. You know, the Filipinos didn't stand with us. The Japanese, the Chinese, the Hispanics, the Puerto Ricans, nobody stood with us. We stood alone. Okay. And, and the question is, why did we stand alone? Because they were so busy trying to, to kiss up to the American dream you know, trying to, to acquire that and appeasing their white, whatever you want to call them. Right, right. They didn't, they didn't, want, to, they didn't want to cause nothing. That's all. They didn't want to stir up nothing. They, they were too scared. Right. There's no group. You're right. So, so Kiana found the actual question. And the actual question, go back to chat, is question number 61. Okay. What... <laughs> I'm, just, I'm sorry. I'm just sitting here in, in awe. I, I don't even know. What, I can't even talk. This, this is really pissing me off, and I hate to say piss. I'm sorry. What group of people was taken to America and sold as slaves? There you go. Question number 61. What group of people was taken to America and sold as slaves? African. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy that that they would even put that on a test like that. Like the whole thing about citizenship is learning probably the um, we the people, the Constitution. You know, we the people right. in order. Yeah, the Constitution, Declaration of Independence. When was that signed? When was this war? You know, what are what what happened in eighteen twelve? What happened in you know blah blah blah? Who's the Congress person? You know, things like that. Oh, here's the other question. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't. I can't. Oh, my God. Question number 85. What did Martin Luther King do? Really? What What did he do? Now, first of all, that question is so, so open-ended. Let's say, huh? What did he do? So the answer is, so I'm assuming, are they, are they multiple choice, Gregory? Yeah, they're multiple choice questions. Oh, that's why. Because I'm like, how are you just going to ask that question? Okay, so this is, so, okay, so that's why, okay. So the answer.
is, <laughs> I'm gonna screenshot this because this is some craziness. I'm sorry, I have both of them listed here. Okay, sorry, screenshot it. The answer is fought for civil rights, worked for equality for all Americans. <laughs> so 61 is asking you where the slaves came from. Yes. Is asking you where the people came from, and and number eighty five is asking you what did not not the great Martin Luther King nothing no other than what did Martin Luther King do? That's what the question says. I'm reading it verbatim. What did Martin Luther King do? Really, really? Yeah. This is what made you want so what? Wow. How did this come about? Yes. Were you in class or something and you set it off or what? <laughs> no, you know, you know, again, I was, I was, I was taught, I have, I have some very good friends from other lands. And I was like, there was one day I got into a discussion with a young man from, oh, somewhere like Malaysia or something like that. And we were talking about discrimination. And he didn't know anything about black history. He didn't know the struggles we went through, didn't know about, oh yeah, I heard about slavery. You know, that's about it. Wow. <laughs> you know? But he didn't know all the crap that we go through, all the discrimination that we face, and he didn't know why we face it. And then I asked him one question, you know, he said, oh, because he, he, he just, he innocently did not know. And I, and I have nothing, I hold nothing against him. It's not his fault. And I just asked him one question. I said, who's in control here in reference to the university? And he thought about it and he said, old white men. <laughs> and that was the answer. And so here we are, you know, and that multiply him by multiple millions of people who don't know. And because they don't know, again, they tend to view us stereotypically with the images that they have in the media. And so that puts us as a people that are not trusted, uh, that they don't strive to be like other than acting, you know, with the rap music and all the other stuff, you know, modeling that. And so they are against us and they tend to be pro-white, which as soon as they come across the border, all of a sudden, we are the enemy in our own country. And I'm tired of it. I am sick and tired of people from other countries coming over here, snubbing me, you know, putting their nose down on, I'm tired of it. And so one way to, to fight this is to start with, uh, you know, changing the requirements for citizenship. We have no voice in what is what goes into these questions and we have no control over those questions, but blank blanket, that is going to change because it's time that we as a people stood up and said, enough is enough. We want to have a better image when these people come across this across, across this, these borders and want to become citizens in this country. So let me give a little background to our listeners. Gregory's in a Ph.D. program. So he is surrounded by, you know, we already have a low number of African-Americans that are earning their doctorate. Thank God I have mine. I'm one of the tenth, as you would want to say. So he is surrounded by a lot of international students in your program, correct? Correct. So this is why he's getting all these conversations with folks from different places um, and, and stirring up these conversations. Now, let me ask this question. Within the other 98 questions, is there any other, quote, peoples that they talk about that you know of? Do they say anything about Latinos? Do they say anything about Jews? Do they say anything about any other peoples in the citizenship I, question? I think I, they did. I think the the one that they that stood out was one regarding Native Americans or Indians, whatever you want to call them. Oh Lord, what um, did they say about whose land did we take? I'm sorry. I'm going ahead. I'm no. <laughs> no, it wasn't that question. <laughs> but you know what? In all honesty, that question should be on that exam. It ought to be. You know, we, we were slaves and they took the Indians. I mean, be honest. You know, I'm, I'm sick and tired of people viewing white people as gods, as saviors, and us as dogs and savages. I'm sick of it. The real, the real truth is 
They are the savages. They're the ones that came over here, slaughtered innocent people who weren't who were minding their own business, took their I land. Yeah. So you, don't don't don't. I'm I'm sick and tired of the, of this savior complex. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of them being viewed as somebody who, as a group of people who are innocent and and superior when they have a history that is more despicable than any group in the history of the world. Okay, I'm tired of it. But I just wonder if they even mentioned any of the other folk. Well, I, I know they mentioned you know, the Native. I, I, you know what? I can see them saying something about Native American, and it probably is very demeaning. I'm sure. I don't know what they would like. You said I don't. You know, other than we took their land, you know whose <laughs> land whose land was here, or I, you know, I'd be I, yeah. see because you. Yeah. I'm a Google, and I want to read every question. I'm going to go over every question. I just want to see. And so these people who want to be U.S. citizens come over from wherever, and they want U.S. citizenship, so they have to take a class or a program, right? I don't, I don't know, I don't know if they, that they have to take a class or a program. I just know they have to pass that test. That's one of the other requirements is to pass that test. Now, I'm but sure they're... I feel like they're, they have to have some kind of class or something to review this stuff. I mean, I feel like they... I'm, uh, I, I don't know, obviously, because I'm a citizen, but I'm like, dang. I, I'm pretty sure there's a book of... I'm pretty sure there's a booklet out with those answers in it that they just review and then, you know, they get to the test and click, 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 click. But there is yeah, not. I don't know why I feel, why I feel like there's a class and I'm, I don't know why. I just like, but either either way, that, so, so that be the only thing that, that, that brings up black history is sad. It's sad. Well, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it, it's sad because again, we have enough problems and we don't need people coming across the border, becoming citizens of the United States, snubbing us. You know, when you you mentioned the savior complex, Canada was saying that psychological psychological. <laughs> I can't even say the word. I'm so pissed. I'm sorry. My, um, psychologists have diagnosed the savior complex with psychopathic behavior. Well, yeah, you can see it. I mean, when when you, wow. I mean, come on, look at the history of this country. What was it? Uh, Manifest destiny. You know, they had it in the in their own heads. Yes, we are the saviors of this country. We kill and we take anything we want because we were destined to take over right. this country. Right. Even when they were killing and hanging people, they got out there and prayed about it. That's what yeah. killed me. There was, I'm like, there was another... Christian, you slaughtering people left and right, and you name of in the name of God. I'm like, wow. <laughs> and there was, <clears throat> there's another complex. I forgot what it's called, the Harrington, whatever it is, uh, complex where the lowest white person, the most despicable white person, views themselves higher than uh, the highest black person. So you have all these things that go to the point you made about this, uh, this psychopathic behavior. That's it. And, and again, my point is I'm sick and tired of whites, you know, with the white superiority complex, having all these things stacked up to make themselves look good and us look bad. Tired of it. So, wow. So what steps can be done to, you know, besides starting well, a revolution, because that's probably what it's going to take, starting a revolution, but what what, well, what know, steps can be done? I think part of it is that we need to put forth legislation uh, that would address this, uh, the change in citizenship requirements. There needs to be legislation. You know, the Congressional Black Caucus uh, needs to be made aware of this. You know, Black people themselves have got to start making their voices heard. And not only have their voices heard, but make demands. Why is it that, you know, well, you know, we ask for nothing, we get nothing. And so we have to say, this is what we want. And this is what we are demanding. And we are not going to settle for anything else. Uh, part of the problem is that we just 
we are told what we are going to get from politicians. We don't tell politicians what we want. They tell us what they're going to give us. That, that, that paradigm has got to shift so that we, like every other group, you ever see gay people bend on any, oh, that's a terrible thing to say, but you ever see, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I didn't mean to say that, but do you have you ever seen the LGBT, whatever community, cave on anything? No. Have you ever seen Jews cave on anything? Have you ever seen illegal aliens or whatever you want to call them today? I, I'm, I know I'm offending somebody by all this stuff. But anyway, because I don't know the, the correct terms anymore, they keep changing. But have you ever seen any group cave to demands and, and compromise and just get a fraction of what they said they wanted? No. The, the, difference, is, the difference is, especially for the LGBTQIE, uh, uh, LGBT, LGB, LGBTQIA+, okay, is led by white men. Those other groups have whites in it or or they cater to whites, so therefore they don't want to rock the boat. Well, you know, whatever. But I'm, I'm just saying we as black people have had enough. I don't know how much more. I'm, you know, and quite honestly, I'm I'm not a rebel. But I'm about to be one because I am fed up. Oh. So, so then to answer my question then would be to go to the Congressional Black Caucus. Because if that's the people that's going to help with legislation, then then we need to rally up folks in each state. Rally Is there a Black Caucus in each state or no? Or no just, but, I'm, not, I'm not really into politics, though, so please excuse my ignorance. But um, – is there a black caucus or some kind of representation of black caucus in each state? The, the, it, the, congressional congress, the congressional black caucus congress is in DC. Now each okay. state may have some some diluted form of it. Okay. Well, maybe that's what it is, the caucus. And then you're saying Congress, and I'm saying caucus. So maybe that's why I'm going off. But it's, it, I feel like it should have, like you said, it might have a more of a watered down version or or a version of it that supports the people in DC. Well, you know, what has to happen is that you have to get critical mass on the ground level. You know, black people have got to say enough is enough. You just can't have a trickle of black people, you know, saying, you know, blah, blah, blah. This thing has to go nationwide and we have to get enough people to to make their voices heard. So that you know, Congress cannot turn a deaf ear to this. Right. Well, that's why I asked if there were statewide connections to start at that state level to to rally up the people in each state to be able then to go to the D.C. level to 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 do something. I mean, you know. Well, it, it's starting with this program. You know, this program uh, is. I think this is the first program that I've talked about this, period. So, you know, your listeners are now aware of the situation and they can make, they can talk to one another because everyone has a sphere of influence. So when people work within their sphere of influence, this thing can grow and, you know, you can call <clears throat> your representatives, you can call your senators and say, hey, look, you know, this is an issue uh, that must be addressed, that will be addressed, and we needed to address ASAP. So I hear you, because of course, when I hang up, I'm going to call a couple of my friends and go, did you know? Because I took a snapshot of the two questions. Uh, and I'm just, I mean, I'm, you know, Kiana was surprised. So so basically, the three of us on the phone, I mean, on the call, so Kiana will start talking to her friends, I'm going to talk to my friends, and they'll keep talking and talking. And that's fine, but I'm, I'm just trying to figure out who I mean, is this something that we talk, talk to our local NAACP? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, who, how can we get to that? Well, you know? you know, first of all, you know, I have to look into who is responsible for uh, the citizenship. I don't I don't know what body is responsible, but it, that doesn't that's not the issue right now. The issue is making people aware. You know, black people need to be made aware that this is happening and that we have the power to change this. 
That's the main thing, yeah, for Black people to be made aware and so that we can start using our voices collectively. You know, for one or two people to call a senator or a congressperson isn't going to do much. But for Black people to be made aware of this situation, uh, that is what we need at the moment, to develop a critical mass <clears throat> so that we have the power and the voices that cannot be silenced and cannot be ignored. Wow. She just sent the link, and I was just saving it to my phone if you don't see me. Wow. Okay. So thank you, Canada, for sending that link, because I just put it in my notes on my phone so that I can, um, wow. So she got, she sent me the question. I, All right, good. So, and it's in the chat if you want to get a copy, because she has it right there. Okay, so uh, I'm just, I'm dumbfounded right now, because I'm like, who, how, like, I mean, the only people I can think of, because I'm a member of the NAACP, I'm also a member of the National Council of Negro Women. It's like, I'm thinking, like, organizations, well, let's just say NAACP for sure, because, they, you know, they're always ready to who-ride on stuff. And so this is a who-ride moment. But I don't know how, to, how, like, so what we would want is a rewrite or, and or additional questions like what would so what would what would Gregory want? Let me ask that. I would want black history taught. I want it. I want them to know about slavery. I want them to know about sharecropping. I want them to know about Jim Crow. I want them to know about segregation. I want them to know about the mortgages from the uh, FHA that we were denied. The mortgages from HOLC that we were denied. I want them to know about we were not allowed to join unions. I want them to know that. And at the beginning of Social Security, we were not part of that. We were excluded purposely from Social Security. So we've had this terrible, terrible uh, time trying to, to make up for all these denials of opportunity white people had. I want them to know that uh, Black land was stolen. You know, Hilton Head, South Carolina, uh, that place down, uh, was it Marina Del Rey near there? where they finally gave that land black back to blacks. It's things like that, <clears throat> that they need, that uh, U.S., that people who want to be U.S. citizens should know. And and, and, and kind of the paraphrase of Keanu was saying, kind of like, um, like <laughs> there are black people everywhere. They were on this land prior to all this. Oh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but I'm trying, so so I'm trying to figure out then where did the white people come from? So we were sharing land before this slavery mentality with some some other folk. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Well, I'm just like, so how you know how all of a sudden is the white people say, well, we're I mean I obviously know what happened, but I'm just saying how all of a sudden if we were all over the world, we're part of the first people, right? Which means I, I'm going to assume white people are from us too. We, you know, civilization per se. Somebody thought that they were better than us and made a and, and got a whole bunch of them together to be able to then say that white people then became in power, which is scary. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. But you have to look at it's a little bit more than that because they are the ones that developed these high-powered we weapons called guns. And so with guns came intimidation and slaughter. Wow. Take a deep breath. <laughs> I'm just trying to, I'm, my mind is swimming all over the place. I'm trying to remember. I had to have learned it because I know it. So when we were in school, we were taught, right? We well oh no wait 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 when we were when we were in school now we're fifty when, plus right when we were in school we were propagandized uh oh here we go ladies and gentlemen <laughs> snap that SAT word on us <laughs> go ahead go ahead explain go ahead no no I mean when when you look at you know when 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 you look at history books, you know, our history was written by the victor, not the victim. Right, right, right. So as a consequence, we were 
we were given a subjective view of history, not an objective view of history. And that subjective view of history has, you know, whites looking great and blacks looking bad. Oh, okay. Kiana, you, you had some really good points, and I really wish you would just come on live and say, read what you're saying and, and come on to this conversation, please, Kiana. Because she's saying some deep stuff, and I'm trying to read it and interpret it back to you. Kiana, please, please talk about what you're talking about, please. Hi, I'm here. Sorry. <laughs> um, you're getting deep, and I'm trying to translate to make sure and get it back. Go ahead. Yes. Yeah, so back saying that Timbuktu statement. Yeah, so um the first university in the in the in the world um is in Timbuktu. Um it's still there. Uh I, I can't quite pronounce its name. It starts with an A. It's it's about 17 letters long. I'm not even lying about that. It's a it's a very long name. That's the very first university on the planet. Um slavery, um the insurance industry here in the United States was born out of the need for out of the loss of um wages and workers or the loss of workers that slave owners suffered um, right. from their slave either running away or dying even dying when they are when they were being beaten or disciplined as it was called right, right, right. called disciplined or something like that and there's an act um where it's it made it legal to discipline your your property or your your slave basically and if they die then you needed to be compensated for that so that's how the insurance industry was created and also every single university on in this country and in the world was created because of Timbuktu basically they were all created out of understanding what that was and duplicating that here in the United States even though even though prior to Europeans coming here, there were absolutely already, wherever we were, there was education. Everywhere we were on this planet, and it is documented, and you can actually now see, some people are digging up this, this information. They're able to find written information in other languages, of course, some dead, some not, but it is written it's also uh, written in stone, but everything was about education for us. Life was learning. That was a natural way of living. That was what we always did. And in some circles, that is becoming the understanding. Um, but in, in terms of the modern day institutions, they're fashioned by the things that we did. Even the Greek philosophers that get all of their information, it's no secret that the Greek philosophers are awarded with you know with the with the the with knowledge they're awarded and and acknowledged as the 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 great you know teachers and wisdom those people sat at the feet of africans and we know this and this is before even the name lk bulan was even mentioned as uh you know the name that preceded africa so our history is slowly coming out and more of us around the world are actually digging into our own family history and exposing these things, but also not just family history that we're directly connected to, but also the history of each other that we've always known. And we just didn't go around parading it because we inherently don't have the need to set ourselves apart from any other living organism, but we live amongst the people who absolutely have that need, which is why we stay backpedaling from them. We stay trying to have, trying to find our place and, re, you know, re-exist amongst them because they stay trying to cover up us. And so mm. you have every single university on this particular, um, in this country, all the money for every single university that was that that's ever existed here came from slavery. It was everything in this nation was came from slavery, not to mention. Um, I'm still doing some research on this, but from what I understand, even the plantations, the White House and all of the, the rest of these monuments. Um, 
I don't know if I'm right or wrong in saying this right now because I haven't done extensive research myself, but from what I'm coming to understand is when they say slaves built the White House, it's because slaves did not build the White House. Africans built the White House. Those uh -huh. were all that were called the Moors. Or mm -hmm. and when you look at the rest of the world, there are areas that look very much similar to the White House and pyramids that you find all over the world. All of those things were absolutely built by the original people of the planet. That would be you and I, our ancestors. Mm -hmm. So there's a reason why all of these things look alike. It wasn't because these Europeans had this great idea and all of this cleverness and all of this ingenuity. Mm -hmm. It was because they... They master theft and deception, which is yeah. why now you think that all of these cathedrals and everything were built by Europeans. I'm sorry, but they're not that crafty. Yeah. They Come did on. not. They did not. They actually stole these, these, some stuff they might've built, but they definitely copied it. And it's not going to yeah. be as good as the original, like it never is. Wow. So when you see these 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 monuments and these these things that uh that are around the world those were our people who just lived on the planet but then these other people showed up and it all went to hell as you can see we're not just now and slowly through the years uncovering what is absolutely ours we were here on this continent we were all over the planet antarctica was not always ice Neither was the North Pole. It wasn't always ice. There is so much information that is now coming out that places us there. It places wow. us there. And we and when yeah. we really dig into some of our own cellular memory, which you know we call it ancestral memory. We've always spoken about our ancestors. We've always had intuition, very strong intuition and very strong knowings that that's all that's all a part of what we are and it's also why we know certain things about ourselves that we can't prove because we don't need to prove it it's a knowing that exists because it all it did happen it was it did exist so we really should start really paying attention to the knowings that we have because that's not gonna be necessarily documented but i tell you what what's happening now is that some of those document documents and some things are finally being exposed and i'm gonna stop right there i'm tired of hearing myself well you know wow. i just want to pick back on one point you made about the uh the insurance industry very true but the mortgage industry as well because blacks were mortgaged so a person would buy would buy slaves put a mortgage on them buy more slaves and they would also use that money to buy more land so these large and, and uh insurance companies, these large banks and so forth and so on, got their start from slavery. The Every same thing with transportation, the railroads, shipping, all that stuff started uh, with, with slaves. And not every Black person that was in these United States was a slave. Not only True. that, there were a whole bunch of our ancestors that actually had this wealth passed down to them. And some of those plantations belonged to black families that existed here. Some of them were re were, were redone, if you will, or somehow remade uh, so that just like they redo the white house every year or every, you know, every time there's a new president, they kind of redo the interior and some of the exterior and do different things. Same thing, same thing happened to some of those, some of that land, some of that land belonged yeah. to black people before Europeans got here. And the only story that we know is the story that the Brits and the other Europeans doled out, told us. And I, I, I guess if if you're if you're I guess if you're going to steal something from somebody and you want your your you want your horror uh, sort of you don't want anybody to know about it. I guess you would come up with some elaborate story and you would loudmouth it across the world, making sure that nobody knows the real deal. Because the second somebody yeah. actually finds out the truth, you as an assailant are always going to fear those that you assail. So even though we've never 
come after them the way they go after us and everybody else. And the United States is designed with in with anti-blackness at its root, anti-blackness at its core. Even Asians right. that are allowed to go into black communities to open up businesses, they're, they're not. I'm sorry, they're not allowed to go into white communities where they prefer to be. They're sent to black communities to open up their stores. Mm-hmm. Even white people that they cozy up to don't want them there, but they'll never <laughs> acknowledge that. They'll just keep trying because at least they're not black. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was part of redlining as well, sending Asians into the black community. Yeah, well, you know, uh-huh. everyone comes into the black community who's an everyone. immigrant. You know? Right. It's, it's like where I used to live in East Oakland, it was a black, you know, Oakland was a black town. Go there now, and, you know, it's just filled with uh, Hispanics. Yep. You know, they displaced us. And again, you, because of, this lack of uh, black history known to them, uh, they feel entitled to live in our neighborhoods and that we shouldn't be living there. Right. Everyone was entitled to us. Yes. Yeah. You know, they have no respect for us. That's why they fight us, you know, because they look down on us again because of the stereotypes that they have. They look down on us and fight us and think we're nothing. Yeah, they absolutely understand that in order to make it in this nation, you absolutely have to be some healthy form of anti-Black. They understand that. Wow. Which is why you can have Latinos talking about on their census report, they're white, which is why, I mean, this, there's a reason for that because nobody wants to suffer and you, nobody wants to suffer at the end of the day, including us, which is why you have some black people that even are even trying to be as white as they possibly can, because nobody wants to suffer. That's at the end of the day, that's what that is. And it is a deeply psychological understanding that the blacker the you, you are, the more suffrage you'll endure. It is an yeah. understanding. Not everybody understands that in the forefront of their minds, but they definitely know how to move about this planet so that they're not too close to blackness. They're they're close to blackness when it's time to be cool, when it's time to dance, when it's time to have a little bit of swag or something, or you know, be ethnic or whatever they want to call it. <laughs> be a little bit real. Oh, they're gonna run to the whiteness as soon as they need a couple dollars. They're going to shift gears and become something altogether different. That's. I want to also include, though, here in the in what is now called the United States, there this was at one point Mexico. But, you know, the whole annexation thing, which is basically legalized theft. Let's be real. Basically, what happened was the what the United States started to take over this land. Yes, there was black people here. Absolutely have been here since since the beginning of beginning. But also there were other nations here, too. And Mexico created this area all the way down into what is now called Mexico. That was the Spaniards. The Spanish did that. The Spanish were also colonizers. Those are European. Those are European colonizers. And so they created what is now called Mexico, which is why you have Mex- people called Mexican speaking Spanish, because that's the Spaniards did that. The Spaniards colonized these people who were what we call Native Americans or what we call all of these different things. But Truly, they were the Mayans, the Aztecs, the Incas, and all, and a whole bunch of other nationalities that existed here before Spanish came and colonized this whole area called in Mexico, gave them the Spanish language. Then white people came behind the Spanish, and now it's called the United States and Mexico still Mexico. Yeah, and and you know, let me let me say something too. You know, remember DeSantis was saying that slavery. Uh, was good for some black people. I mean, for yeah, slavery, slavery taught black people, whatever that idiot said. But anyway, the point that needs to be made is that the blacks who came from Africa were not stooges. These were intelligent people. They were builders. They were designers. They were farmers. They were military men. They were doctors, on and on and on. So when they came here, they were not these stooges, these fools, these buffoons. They were intelligent people. Now, the ones that DeSantis is talking about properly are the ones that were bred, the ones that were, and you know, when they were breeding slaves to sell them. 
those were the ones who were treated as animals. And so the having the skill did help them aside from being, you know, if they weren't being uh, sodomized, raped, maimed or whatever, because they were not, uh, you know, doing their job well. So those points need to be made as well, because the way these clowns portray slaves is incorrect. It's absolutely incorrect. And what other need other than for one's self amplification would you ever have to decide that any group of people on the planet is unintelligent? And I think that goes into the corrupt soul, if at all, if there is a soul, it's a highly corrupt one that would absolute that would actually be under the impression that nature could ever create something unintelligent. That is a corrupt soul. It, again, if you have a soul, it's corrupt. If you have the capability of thinking that nature can create something unintelligent, nature is inherently intelligence. Nature created you. But somehow you need to think that these other people that precede you are somehow unintelligent. Just because you're an empty vessel and you need to feel more important, you clearly know the importance of these other people. That's why you need to make them unimportant on the loudspeaker. That's why you have to tell the world how unimportant they are, because you, re you really know that they are masters. So you have to degrade them in any way that you possibly can. So that you can, you know, you, you're competing with them, basically, in every every aspect of life. You're competing with God energy, but you don't know how to. So the only thing that you can really do is suppress them. And since yeah. we're not inherently evil, we're not going to clap back at you. It's just not built in us to, to do that. If it was, yes. <laughs> if we were built like them. Man, we they wouldn't exist. They'd have been wiped out before people started counting years. <laughs> yeah. And I, I miss I, I got logged off, but I missed one part. But that little part right there, someone said, if we all came together and did what we were supposed to do, that's why they're so scared of us. Because they're scared one day we're going to figure it out. And if we came, if we all united as one, we would knock all this mess down, right? In a hot... Oh, it, it was terrible. We've lived longer I mean, I got hair that hasn't even grown in yet. That's older than them people's genome. Everybody, everybody else. We've been on this planet and in this realm for longer than we could even imagine. But here we are under the heels of some people that came here, wanted to act, act up. And, I, and again, that's why we need to have Black history taught. Uh, for people who want to become U.S. citizens, uh, because what they see and believe is false. It's 100 percent false. And even to even I don't even think it should be called black history, to be honest with you. I think it should just be called. I don't know. There's the Bantu realm. Let's go there. Well, I, I put the emphasis on black history because we've been dog for so long. Uh, and I'm just tired of, you know, if, if something, if the Asians want something, the Asians have a voice and get it. You know, Jews want something, they have a voice. LGBT, whatever group has a voice and they get it. Uh, we need to have that voice. And I, I identify that voice as a black voice. And that's why I said black history. Uh, the concentration should be there uh, to, to help right these wrongs. Agreed. I think um, I, I, Asians will definitely go along with the convention. So they pose no threat, but the convention is inherently anti-black. And since Asians are not black and they are, they can be, they're acceptable because they're not going to go against the grain. Um, they get what they request and, you know, it'll be something like, stop the Asian hate thing and, you know, stop the Asian hate. Okay, sure. Well, but... you have to understand, in my view, the Asians are conquerors. If you look at the recent Supreme Court case with uh, affirmative action where Sambo Thomas ruled in favor of getting rid of... <laughs> I'm trying to make a serious point. I just, That name just tickles me. Anyway, Sambo Thomas 
uh, what he does, what they ended up doing, when you look at the numbers, uh, Asians, oh, I wish I had them in front of me, Asians represent like 7% of the population. But for admissions at Harvard, they make up 17% mm-hmm. of the student body. Seven, So they're, they're well overrepresented. Blacks are not, Hispanics are not, but they are, and interestingly enough, whites are underrepresented. So Asians by by percentages are just kicking behind and they're not satisfied with 17%. They want all of Harvard. And that's the attitude we ought to have. We say, well, uh, Miss, uh, can I just have uh, a little bit of your school? You know, uh, Asians are saying, look, we are here. We are going to take over. They aren't there to play. They are there to take over Harvard. Overrepresented, please. You know, come on. And so, again, I can't express it enough. I'm sick and tired of Black people just being so compliant. It's time to stop this stuff and stand up and, you know, uh, start going up, going in the direction in which we will become successful. And that's a good tie-in with the last six minutes. What what would be the next step? Is, is it talking to the NAACP? It's talking to everybody. That's what I'm saying. I'm just trying to trying to get some kind of not so much a solution, but what's the next step? Now now that you didn't piss me off. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, what's the next step? I'm a member of the San Fernando Valley uh uh NAACP only because my friend is the president, so I chose to put my membership out there since he's the president. Like I'm once I talk to him, he's gonna he's gonna have he's gonna have a fit if he doesn't already know. So I'm trying to figure out like, do we start at that level? With at least a an organization that has a voice, air quotes, and 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 begin to to rally up the NAACPs in the different states, you know, as we get as we educate, or as we talk about this and educate with these with this this new knowledge that we are not represented, and how can we represent? Is that a good way to start, Gregory? I'm just trying to get yeah. something. I mean, it's it's a good way to start. The best way to start is to start. Okay, well, so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to talk to my president. I'm going to talk to my, the next time we have our, we have our, on the fourth Mondays of the month, I'm going to bring this up. I'm going to talk to the president first and then see what he says, and then we'll have, maybe have a conversation about it. Because I'm sure that once you have one NAAC chapter, then they, I'm sure they have a meeting, because I'm, I'm a member of the National Council of Negro Women. I'm going to have a conversation, too. What, you know, you have the presidents, and then the presidents have meetings. And in the regional, and so hopefully something like this can grow. It's just I just need to talk to you a little bit more about what exactly are we asking for so that we're all on the same page. So that's something that I need to, you know, get something in writing or something, you know, so that I understand, so I can interpret it so that it won't get lost in in translation by the time all the NAACPs get the message, you know how a telephone, you start off with one thing and then the last person right, doesn't even right, tell you. Right. So I just, need, I just need something concrete because I want to see and talk with and go for, go out that way, that route. All right, good, good. I have a question. Yes. If you guys could maybe help me with my level of... um incorrectness if you will on this particular topic right here or this 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 idea um personally i've decided to take the steps to check out of any and all systems period Mm. meaning check out of money check out of any and all systems that are not 100 natural yes that is a big statement because yes i'm gonna have to relearn how to live. I'm going to have to re-identify vegetation and know where it is and how it grows and the seasons. I'm going to have to literally go right back to the things that, to the way basically our people have always lived. We never lived against natural law and order. We always are and were natural law and order, which I state again, which is why we have such a hard time in this artificial system because it ain't inherently natural. Money is a tool. It's not, it doesn't grow on trees because trees don't produce it. So you can't eat it. You can't drink it. You can't breathe it. You can't wear it. Anyway, all I'm saying is, is I've decided to check out of the system entirely, step by step, 
while learning along the way, because I refuse to ask for permission from a, from a, a, a body of people who at no point belong to me, are the enemy of my ancestors and myself included, and going forward will not have anything that I intend for myself, for me. Wow. Where am I? Where am I? Where am I with that? How far wow. off is that? It's a big statement, but how far off? I, I don't think it's a matter of how far off you are. I mean, there, I mean that's admirable that you want to do that. Um, but for this particular conversation, that is so deep. I mean, that, that goes... You know, what we're talking about today is a baby step toward where you want to be. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Uh, I'm just saying right now, checking out the system. Yeah, that's great. But while I'm in this blasted system. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm at the personally, I'm I'm literally walking out. the. I, I've already walked out the door in a lot of ways. I hear, I hear it in your voice. Um, oh yeah, if I had her come on in, because she 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 deep. Yeah. Wow. Well, I would I would definitely wow. I would definitely love you to come back so that we can figure right. out the step, like you know, with with this information, so that they can hear from you, even though you're going to email it to me or text it to me, whatever it is, so that we know exactly the language and exactly what it is we're asking before we go out to say, so that we're saying the exact same thing and it's not lost in translation yeah i mean that's fine i, I can do that that's that's pretty basic i mean the bottom line is not rocket science the only thing i'm saying is you know we need to have black history as a as a component for u.s citizenship and that black okay. history again would include slavery sharecropping uh jim crow segregation and denial of opportunity with right. respect so, so to us going to the caucus so us knocking on the caucus door and say, hey, we want Black history as a so-and-so. All right. Well, this has been a very enlightening situation. I do want to come back and, and talk about some of the points that I know you wanted to have in front of you. Thank you, Greg, Gregory Cheeto, for coming in and, and dropping this knowledge and making us and stirring us up, as you always do. I sure appreciate you. You have been listening to Intentional Talk Radio Network. And Mindful Mondays with Dr. Corliss Bennett, who is all frazzled and pissed. <laughs> but we appreciate you. And you have really, you have me thinking for real. I'm going to be talking about this all week long. Like, girl, did you know? Did you know? And I got picture, I got some pictures, snapshot of this question 61 and question 85. The two black questions on the citizenship exam. Lord have mercy. Thank you so much. And stay tuned. And we'll be back next Monday with Michelle Gutman and some more Mindful Monday topics. Until then, peace out. Gregory the 28th. See you then. All right, I'll see you then. Bye for now. Thank you. All right, bye-bye.